When I was younger, I would wonder a lot when I was going to see my dad. When was, like, how long am I going to have to wait again to hear from him on the phone for him to send me a birthday card uh, when he's going to visit me to take me to Toys R Us? Like, it was, it was so unknown to me when I would see him next. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hey, me searchers. You're listening to the Me Search podcast, and we're your hosts. My name is Dustin Domingo. And I am Crystal Tugatti. On this show, we have critical, messy, and fun conversations with each other, with friends, and with leaders in the community. Together, we'll unpack important issues, learn, and unlearn what we think we know about what it means to be Filipino. (laughs) Filipino? (laughs) Today, Filipino. Filipino. (laughs) Yes, that is what we are. We are. We are Filipino. Today on the show, we're reconnecting with a friend and former guest of the pod. She's an actor and a writer, an all-around cool gal. We chatted with her a couple of times last season. We talked about grieving a loved one, as well as her project with Ray Raimundo called See You on IG. And as we're learning more about our lovely friend, we're going to explore the depths of something she and I both share. Hmm. What it's like growing up without a father. <laughs> wow. But yes, um, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod. Beautiful, lovely, illustrious Jacqueline Amy. <laughs> Thank you for all those adjectives. I feel so Oh, you bet, you bet. They are adjectived. They're, you're so adjectived out, girl. You are illustrious. just illustrious. And to look that up on Google. <laughs> yeah, we'll look that up. To, we'll look that up together after, because <laughs> it sounds positive. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. All right, so <laughs> let's get into this. This spicy, very lighthearted conversation. Lighthearted, you know, just a regular schmegular conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So we b- were both without fathers in our mm-hmm. physical lives. Um, so, Jacqueline, would you like to set us up with um, how? how it was like growing up in your house as a kid without a father. Um, And uh, if you'd like to share how uh, your mother became a single mama. Sure. So I remember when I was really young, I would come home from school. My grandpa would pick me up with my grandma. They actually raised me um, and basically took care of me, like kind of they were my daycare. Um, mm. my grandma and grandpa would uh, pick me up from school, take me home and they lived with us. So I remember a lot of my time just being on the computer. I was an only child. I, I am an only me child. Too. Oh yeah. God, me too. Yes. Computers all day. <laughs> I, I played this game on the computer. It was called something rocket, rocket something um rocket goes to school i forgot exactly (gasps) what the name is but have you heard of that no but it sounds fun (laughs) it was so fun i i don't know i just had so many games on the computer and i just remember being by myself and my grandma would 
bring me food or ask me if I was hungry. They would always ask if I was hungry. I was almost <laughs> never hungry and I would still get food. Um, it's funny when people ask me that because a, lo- a few people have asked me, like, oh my God, what, what's that like having like a single mom or whatever? And truly, I I don't know because I don't know what it's like to have a dad in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to compare. Yeah, It's hard to know what life is with a father and without I just know what it's like without a father I just know what it's like to be raised by two women and a set of grandparents there were a lot of female energies in the house always can you talk a little bit more about the two mom situation yeah so um ever since I was like young, like was ever since I was born. She's been in my life. My mom used to call her my aunt. And that's that's all I knew her as at first because I think that when you say like, oh, this is like my my part my non-romantic partner, um, my life partner or whatever, people are like, huh? Like that's mm-hmm. fucking weird. So I think the way that my mom went about it the best she could was to tell people like, this is your aunt. So that's all I knew it as. I was like, oh, this is my aunt taking care of me. Or she would say, it's like, I I don't know exactly what explanation she would give to other adults other than it was her sister-in-law or I don't know, some some weird explanation like that. All I knew growing up was that she's my aunt and she takes care of me. Mm -hmm. And I knew that my dad didn't stay home with us. And now I think as I've grown up, I've either come to terms with or I've understood that the other woman who is not my biological mom who has raised me is just a life partner that my mom isn't quote unquote married to. They're not romantically involved, but she's been in my life. She treats me as her daughter. She calls me her daughter to everyone else. And that's all that matters to me. Hell yeah. Um, I, she's, been there for me more than some actual blood relatives have been there for me. Mm. And um, that's truly all that matters to me. Hell yeah. Shout out to auntie. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to your mom and shout out to your, your grandparents. I feel you on that. It was a full house for me as well. It was my mom, her sister, my Lola, my Lolo. And mm-hmm. my um, mom's sister's husband. Oh, my God. So we have, like, a very similar, like, upbringing. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It was, yeah, grandma and grandpa always doing all the things. And my tita Nancy just always doing the cooking. And grandma, too. Um, Did your tita also, your mom's sister also raise you as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's so interesting because, like, when folks... When folks hear that we're doing this episode on, like, what is it like to live without a father, I think people might have a misconception that there's a lack of support somehow. But it Mm. sounds like, at least in both your situation, Jack and Crystal, like, you both have had a lot of, like, family around just in general. Like, in in an um, intergenerational household, like, not very many folks get to even interact with their grandparents. And you've had like, yeah. you've had opportunities to like, get that love and care from lots of folks, it sounds. And, 
And to that point, Dustin, it's interesting because I find that a lot of, I mean, I could be wrong, right? I'm super generalizing here, but I feel like a lot of American families that just had a single mom didn't really have that support either. Mm -hmm. Like when they say like, oh, she was a single mom, usually it's just her in the household. Yeah. But in mine and Crystal's case, it was like our mom, our tita, our gr- grandma and grandpa. And at one point too, like later down the road in my teens, we once had like 14 people living in our house, Crystal. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like, it was kind of like your situation times like four. <laughs> yeah. um, because it was all of my mom's siblings and her siblings' kids and my grandma and grandpa and my second mom. So it was like all of us under one roof. And I think that's the answer, like, for us growing up with so many people in our household, it is the immigrant experience, especially Mm -hmm. when it's like the first wave of folks coming down. Um, I know that my, my mom's older sister petitioned her and my grandma and grandpa first, and then they came over and then my tita Nancy then came over and then it ended up being my mom and everyone that I mentioned in this house. Well, my mom's older sister had her like own thing, but that's also like Hmm. another story. (laughs) Wait another time. (laughs) Off off the record for that one. (laughs) Well, that's a good point. It's a very, it is a very like Filipino slash immigrant story. Like I, I definitely remember like moving into or spending a lot of time with like my aunts and uncles in their home. And then like at some point my family took in like some of my cousins. So it is a very mm. much like a a normal a normal thing to be just like taking in or taking care of people who are in your extended family. Yeah. I think it's it's very I can only speak for the Filipino experience and Filipino immigrants because our families are Filipino. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's any this way for other cultures, but I I know being American and being around Americans, it's very independent, very like individual, like families have their own homes and blah, blah, blah. Uh, But being Filipino, it's more tribal. It's like, we will like, we will create a community. Yeah. Within our own homes. And it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting that we won't let each other go without, but it is also, there's also a very hardcore codependency within that as well, which is like so toxic, but that's for another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, going back to like the, the Filipino experience, I, f- I feel like, a lot of immigrant families really stick mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. Because I have seen like a lot of Mexican or Hispanic families as well. They're very similar to us in that they don't really kick their children out uh, when they're a certain age or they take them in when they're a little older. And that's something that's very familiar to us. Yeah. Our yeah. families will keep us in the house until we are 60. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and we may like we may come in we may like come back we may leave we may come back Mm -hmm. again like i definitely had to do that 
Yeah. But see, they're always <laughs> there, helps. but they're like, yeah. there's, they're always going to be there and they're never going to be like, okay, get the fuck out. Like, they're always going to be like, okay, we're here. If one day we decide, yo, I need to come back home, they would take us in with open arms. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, what did you find were challenges uh, you faced growing up without a father? Um, when I was younger, it was difficult for me to see other families with fathers. I think I was jealous of it. I was very curious as to what that was because my father at that time, I mean, he was in and out of my life. The reasoning was that he was working, quote unquote, in LA. Mm. He never stayed over. Um, if he visited me, it was maybe like once or twice a month. He would take me out. He spoiled the fuck out of me. And then he would dip. But I I would just be so jealous of like people's dads picking them up. My dad never picked me up. It was always my grandparents. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had my I had my grandpa picking me up from school. Um, when people would ask where my dad, I mean, this is very surface level stuff, right? Um, when people would ask where my dad is, I would be like, oh, he's in LA. Oh, why does he not sleep at home? No, he's in LA. I didn't know any, I just didn't know what to say to them. Right. Um, and where did you grow up? I grew up in Palmdale. Ah. I was born in LA. Yeah, I was born in LA, but then we moved to Palmdale when I was really young. Um, I think houses were super cheap and nice out there at that time. The main thing was that he was just never fully there the way I saw other people's dads being there for them. It was confusing to me. I just feel like I always questioned why he was never there because I wanted that experience. You know, if it, for example, if there was ever like a daddy daughter thing, at our school yeah it's like oh i don't know what that's like um on the surface it was that as i got older i felt the repercussions of not growing up with a father um which isn't to say that i wasn't raised well because Mm -hmm. i don't i don't regret the way i was raised i believe i was raised in a way that it made me respectful toward other people, but it came with the challenges in that, oh, I didn't learn how to create boundaries for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the biggest one. I didn't know how to say no to certain people. Um, I was taught to keep the peace, which is, I think, mm. more of a, uh, without like gendering it too much, but like a like a feminine energy. Like where it's just keep the peace, don't fight back. We don't want to get hurt if we say no to something. So keep just saying yes, be polite, be peaceful, right? I didn't know how to really, yes, I didn't know necessarily how to really stand up for myself in a certain way. And I don't know if I knew a certain standard of how I should be treated because I didn't have a male in my life to teach me that. And truly, how can my mom teach from experience when her experience wasn't really having a respectful man who stayed for her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel you. It's like, what is, what is a touch point? What is the example of like Mm -hmm. what a healthy heterosexual relationship 
looks like and how do I emulate that for myself? Mm-hmm. I 100%. Yeah, I grew up with, so like, I don't know if your grandpa was that engaging, but my grandpa was not. <laughs> no, I mean, he, that's he was strange. very, that's it strange, right? Because that's the thing though, because I think grandparents were put on this earth to nurture and to like love and spoil and like oh like give you so much like mm-hmm. love but not teach you uh-huh, they're not the yes. teachers. Mm. they're not the ones to enforce like they're not the ones to discipline you right and maybe it could have for me maybe it could have been a language barrier um because i didn't speak as good tagalog as my grandparents and my grandparents couldn't speak that well that good good of english to me so mm-hmm. Um, grand, my grandpa would help me with projects, like building projects and yeah. like making posters and everything. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't teach me like, oh, make sure a man does this for you. Make sure a man treats you well and with respect. You know what I mean? Is it the yeah. same as you, Crystal? Yeah. Yes. And also, um, I grew up in a home that was, uh, not kind. Um, mm. I feel like the men who were in my house were very much uh, with the, the patriarchal misogynist kind of mindset where it's mm-hmm. like women do all the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say there was a lot of verbal and physical abuse in my house. Mm. And so that's what I saw. It was like, I don't have a dad and everyone tells me that he was like super nice and kind and joyful like his literal fucking nickname was joy oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. yeah that's why my middle name is joyce <laughs> oh my yeah God. and my mom yeah and my mom was telling me we had dinner me and mike had dinner with her last week before she she left for the the philippines um He's like, when I came to visit your dad with you, this is the one and only time he got to see you. Like, he did not once complain about your crying or your diapers. He just, he just wanted to, like, be with you the entire time. And he's like, go out and do stuff. (laughs) I'm like, that's nice. That is, like, a completely drastic, different picture than the men who exemplified what a man looks like in Mm -hmm. my household. Not to say, like, no disrespect to my grandpa, um, but like, I, I don't know, just because he was like a lot more quiet and maybe just didn't know how to interact again, mm-hmm. or maybe just wanted to like love and care for her, uh, his granddaughter. Um, but like there was, you know, he also just didn't have the greatest <sighs> communication style with my Lola sure. and same with, um, my aunt and her husband who I felt was like kind of like the father figure in my life but he Mm. just ended up being someone I don't want to talk to anymore let's just say that um another day another conversation um but yeah it's like I feel that like I feel like there was no example and growing up I didn't know what boundaries are Mm -hmm. um because also, the women in life, in my life, in my household, did not did not know how to place boundaries for themselves as well. Yes, yes. And if I, I feel like if my dad were in the picture, maybe I would have had a better understanding of like when to say no. 
mm-hmm. and how to stand up for myself because ooh no 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 trouble 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 <laughs> yeah um the shit that I put up with mm-hmm. just to not rock the boat just yep. to protect myself to make sure I'm safe is absurd <laughs> yeah I don't think that um and I look at my cousins that have a man in their uh, a father figure in their life, and I used to get so jealous because I was mm. like, "Fuck, I, I don't know. I just, it's like not having that experience makes you want it so badly. I just wanted yes. to know what it was like to have a dad, have someone. I don't know, just like have that." nurturing loving figure and you know what not everyone has a great relationship with their dad or whatever but i would i back then i think i still would have loved to know what that was like um yeah and i think you don't say what you said about your grandpa same with my grandpa he wasn't it was very patriarchal Mm -hmm. he wasn't the most respectful to my grandma but when it came to me, he was very loving and kind. And I think that was frustrating for me to see, too. Because I was like, God, Grandpa, like, if only you could be this nice with Grandma. Yeah, God. <laughs> Jeez, little fucking wheeze. My yeah. God. Yeah. Ugh. And, like, yeah, the jealousy of, like, you know, I would get really sad because it's, like, everyone envisions it talks about their wedding day Mm -hmm. and how your dad is going to walk you down the aisle and blah, blah, blah. And like have your father daughter dance. And it's like, (laughs) what am I supposed to do? And it's like, you know, and I think like when people started getting married, like my friends started getting married and they're talking about like all these plans and like what they're going to do with their dad. It was just like, (sighs) Okay, well, that's something I'm not going to plan for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, and it's like, there's kind of like that feeling of like how, I don't know, does anyone think about how like this conversation might make me feel some kind of way? And yeah. it, not not that like, I don't want you to talk about like all of these wonderful plans that you have revolving around your father in this big day and like you know any other like father daughter kind of situations but it's just like there really is this standard that people just inherently have because of how American values have been Mm -hmm. placed how Mm -hmm. American values are all about the nuclear family and blah 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 I don't know if it's even American sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but I don't think it's just American I think it's just society societal Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of antiquated. Um, it's fucking the, the whole antiquated. like nuclear family. Sorry, but anyway, keep going. No, and, yeah, and like be, uh, you know, as I got older, I found myself in spaces that were like really conservative, mm-hmm. and there was like this like really deep sense of guilt that I didn't have a normal a n- quote normal looking family, and like that having a mom and dad was the only way for you to be a good girl. Yes, same, same. I think when people talk about like all of the great things that they anticipate with their own father in front of other people, they don't realize that their situation is not everybody else's situation. I think that comes with like this misunderstanding that everyone's family is the same and that Mm -hmm. any Mm -hmm. well-adjusted person that they encounter 
like you both, they must have had a father. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like there's a there's there's again a misconception that if you grow up without a father present that you must be screwed up somehow. So if you're totally well adjusted and you are standing before them and nothing is visibly like different or wrong about you, they have like this preconceived notion that oh, your life is just like mine. Yes. They have they're that's interesting that you say that because I feel like when you hear a single mother or like, you know, a child without a dad, you think yeah. of run down, um, lower <laughs> yeah. class. Yeah, there's know, a like lot of negative rags. connotations and yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, I think it was it was definitely harder, like, especially in the nineties mm-hmm. when I feel like the picture perfect family was a mom, a dad two kids like a yes. dog and in my family it was just like 14 people in one house <laughs> no dad still no dad yeah you know uh, and because of that I really feel now looking back like I used to want a two-story house but like my family had a one-story house but it's like all these little things I wanted to have because it was like the 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 little things that maybe me and my family can hold on to to perform the status quo's idea of family and fitting in into like what is proper and not proper Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like who cares about the two-story house? Yeah, I don't want a two-story house. I don't. Yeah, it's too much cleaning, bro. <laughs> too much yeah. walking upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't grow old in this house. My knees are gonna get fucked up eventually. Are you crazy? Crazy? Are you crazy? I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Well, coupled with the fact that I had a. A boyfriend who was murdered at a very young age. Um, Girl. I think that me being very needy and clingy and like anxious about like when they would come also came from me wondering when I was going to see my dad next. Mm. Because I think that when I was younger, I would wonder a lot when I was going to see my dad when was like, how long am I going to have to wait again to hear from him on the phone for him to send me a birthday card uh, when he's going to visit me to take me to Toys R Us? Like it was, it was so unknown to me when I would see him next. And I think that really affected my relation, my interpersonal and romantic relationships. And that's something I feel like I had to uncover in therapy. Yes. Um, and ask myself like why the fuck am I like this why is it that my cousins especially the ones that have a dad present why don't why aren't they needy why aren't they ever anxious around men why am I the only one that's like chasing men and making sure they stay and why can't I keep a relationship Mm -hmm. you know what I mean there were like there were a lot of differences between me and my friends or my family that had fathers that really affected my relationships with friends and romantic partners, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What is something that you've taken with you that you've, 
I don't know, use to navigate your adult life now? And like you talked about like dating and stuff. And is there anything else that like just screams at you at the moment? I think the main thing and the the thing that my mom said to me a lot was, you know, without your dad, you wouldn't be who you are. If he was present in my life, I would be a completely different person. Um, and my mom was like, I, she's like, I raised a very strong girl and I wouldn't take that for, I wouldn't, she wouldn't change that. And I wouldn't either because if, if I had a dad, I don't know if I would be as strong as a woman that I am now. I had a lot of my fucking weaknesses. I'm not, I'm a very flawed person and it doesn't come without all my fuck ups and everything, but I had to find that strength on my own without the presence of a father figure. And I think that's a blessing because I, because to have a woman as strong as my mom teach me that on her own and my mom number two teach me that is a gift in itself, I think. To find even the masculinity within all these feminine energies. Yeah, we had to really do a lot of discovering for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like nothing, I feel like, do you feel like a lot of the things that you learned were, were straight from experience and not so much about like guidance? <laughs> yes, 100%. Because even if my mom told me like, don't do that, or she told me to do something, I would still do the other thing. And then I would learn and I'd be like, fuck my mom is right. <laughs> fuck around 100%. and find out. <laughs> I fucked around and I found out hard. So. And you turned out great. Thank, mm. thank you. <laughs> With this experience that we have, like we really get to see life with different eyes and we get to see life life's nooks and like different nooks and crannies that maybe like someone with a father and mm. like you know having and it's not a void or anything but it's like a circumstance yeah. our circumstance allows us to see like nooks and crannies that may be overlooked if you do have a nuclear family or 100 percent. yeah i i think that we I had to work harder for some lessons because I didn't have a male guiding me. I could be totally wrong. Even if I had a male and a male figure in my life, uh, I like, maybe I didn't learn that. Maybe I wouldn't have learned that lesson still. But I think that without having a dad and craving that father figure and not having it was, I don't know. It was an obstacle all of its own. Mm-hmm where I had to figure it the fuck out myself. It's hard to explain unless you've actually been in the situation. Mm. Yeah. I think to respond, what I'll say is I think there are learning opportunities everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think the great thing is that you found them and that you're reflecting on them. And, you know, we're talking about this now so that people who may or may not be experiencing your lived experience they're still able to like take your takeaways and implement that in their own lives. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Something that like an action item that maybe we can all do. And, you know, even me too, coming from like our circumstances, like 
don't just assume that everyone has a mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right. don't be like, how's your mom and dad? If like, you're just, you know, meeting someone or like you, you don't know someone that well, like, just yeah. don't assume. <laughs> like, yeah, because it fucking sucks, man. And then I it have does. to go, oh, my dad died when I was a baby. Blah, blah. And they you feel know? bad. And yeah, then it's like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. You know, yeah. and it's like this whole thing. So it's just like. I don't know the exact vocabulary on like how to like approach people when it comes to talking about parents, but I just think that there should be like maybe just a moment where folks just be like, oh, um, before I ask this question, let's just not assume that this person has two parents mm-hmm. or like um, a mother and a father. They yeah. might have two moms. They might have two dads. They might have nobody. They might yeah. be a foster child. They mm-hmm. <laughs> like all these things. So I think that is, um, I think because of this experience, I feel left out a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel left out. And I'm like very sensitive to like feeling left out because I've just, yeah, we've both inherently felt like I'm already left out of the equation because I don't have a fucking dad. There's already something wrong with us. Yeah, right away. Like it's like yeah, the, right the away. Glaring thing. It's like oh, you don't have a dad. Oh, you're fucking okay. You're different. You know. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. I'm different. Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. No, it sucks. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I hope we can grow and like just learn to be more sensitive to these things. And um, I'm glad we had this conversation so that okay. like I don't know we can air out some of our own grievances <laughs> yeah but you're right crystal um maybe it's good now especially in such a modern world to assume that you know not everyone has that set of a mom and a dad maybe just like i, I don't know how you would ask that like how how did you grow up or <laughs> what's your tell me about your family tell me about your family yes. yeah thank you easy yeah perfect yes. there you yeah. go Tell me about your family. Coming uh, from a man with a mother and a father. <laughs> Look at the go. sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's possible. it's possible. You know, we just we just have to learn and listen to each other. See? <laughs> See? I also come with I also come to the table with a queer lens. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's there you it. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I think for everyone who feels like they're not part of the nuclear family conversation Mm -hmm. or just any sense of like not belonging, just know that there are people out there who have maybe similar circumstances like you. Like I don't think I've ever met someone who is also Filipino fatherless and an only child until I met Jack. (laughs) <laughs> this is so true yeah. yeah yeah so you know yeah it's nice to share stories and it's nice to like know that like there's someone out there who will understand you so like if you're feeling alone you got me search here to support you and love on you and to tell you that you are just fine and you don't have to live up to any picture perfect contrived bullshit that people are feeding you and you are great and you are lovely and you are accepted and if you don't feel that way they will come your people will come 100 percent. 
look, I found Jacqueline. Oh, we found <laughs> each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us in this conversation, Jack. And it was a really, like, vulnerable conversation, so we appreciate you opening up. Yeah, of course. You know, I like to get vulny with you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I I'm here probably, for Probably, like, the second time I've gotten vulny. Maybe? I think so, yeah. And yeah. 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 Well, you can come back anytime to get Volney with us. I'm oh, here trust for... I will. <laughs> I, don't have, like, I don't have an active therapist, so now I have you guys. <laughs> come on over for the conversation. Come on over. Well, we're here for you, and Thank we appreciate you. you. And we are grateful that you are in our life. And um, me searchers, give it up for Jacqueline Amy. And don't forget, y'all be a me-searcher. Follow us at me-search Podcast and check us out online at mesearchpodcast.com. And as always, we're going to get to the bottom of things. This is me-search, folks. Hey. Hey.